Welcome back to the Investor Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pesavento, and each week we share mindset tips and investing strategies to help you take your business and investing career to the next level. And today we're going to be talking about a very important topic. It's the importance of sticking to your numbers and knowing what your limit is. So let's get right into it. This is the Investor Mindset Podcast, and I'm Stephen Pesavento. For as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. All right, guys. So the importance of knowing your limit and sticking to it is absolutely critical when you're investing in real estate. It's critical if you're a passive investor and you're knowing what those return profile is or the type of investment that you're looking for, but it's absolutely critical for sponsors and operators who are gonna go out and search in a very competitive market to be able to find deals. Deals are moving extremely quick, both from passive investing and an active investing side because there is so much competition in the market that can actually be a really good thing. The benefit of that competition just means that there's a lot of folks who are interested in investing in this space. They're seeing the value of multifamily. And a big part of that right now in particular is because of the fact that inflation is projected to continue to be on the rise and that multifamily real estate in general, but multifamily especially, is a great hedge against inflation, in part because rents are typically tied directly to inflation. As money supply goes up, as the value of money goes down, the cost of an apartment goes up, and therefore the value of the property goes up. So why is that important to understand? Well, when you're working in a very competitive environment, you have to know what your limit is. When you're going into any kind of negotiation, any kind of acquisition, you want to be very clear up front, what are you looking to get out of this? goes back to 101, what do you want? Why do you want it? Very important thing. Most people don't do a clear enough job. Regardless if you're passive or active, you need to know that before you decide to do a deal. So let's walk through a little bit of a scenario. You're a sponsor operator. You're looking at going out and buying, let's say, a 200-unit apartment complex in Atlanta. Very competitive market, seeing deals come through, you're underwriting those deals. What you need to know is what is that return profile that you're looking for and what kind of deal specifically are you looking for? What are those criteria? Are you somebody who's looking to do heavy value add? Are you looking to add value by reducing expenses, maybe a blend of the both? You're looking to do construction. You're looking to add some additional services. There's lots of different ways you can add value to a property. That's not what I'm here to talk about and teach you today. But the important thing is knowing that criteria. And here's where it gets real is as you're starting to underwrite those properties, or if you're a passive investor, as your sponsor partner, as your sponsor is underwriting those properties, they need to be aware and you need to be aware of what that number is that you're going to stick to. In other words, how high are you willing to go? What's your absolute top? Now, where do you want to offer? You don't ever want to start out offering the top unless you happen to be in a very competitive environment. And that's the only way to get noticed or seen. But once you do know what that number looks like and where that needs to be, you need to stick with it. And some of that can come down to the terms. Some of that can come down to are you putting money hard? Are you having a due diligence period? 
Are you having financing contingencies? All of these different components that go into writing an offer for a piece of real estate are really important. Here's where the rubber really hits the road. It's critical that the people that you're working with are doing this and that naturally they're thinking to themselves, I am going to set a high bar and I'm going to continue to stay there. That doesn't mean that you're going to pass on every single deal. That doesn't mean that you're not going to be a player in the market. But what it does mean is that when those folks say yes, you know that they've got something that's really valuable. So here's a little bit of an example. Recently, we're pursuing a property probably about three hours outside of Atlanta in another submarket. We're pursuing this property hard. We've got an opportunity to hit it off market and we don't end up getting it locked up. The seller decides to run a full process on it. They decide to take that through the process to have some other buyers come in to be able to make offers. What happens? Well, as there's competition in the market, you have different players from different areas, some who really know what they're doing in that market and where numbers should be and others who don't. And so when some folks aggressively decide that they want to win a property, you can start to see numbers get well out of hand. Many of the sponsors that I talk with, many of our partners, many of our friends and contemporaries in the industry are talking about this in different areas of their business, but it's really important to know what that number is. So after going through the negotiation, the price per door is going up 10,000, 15, 25, 30,000. It's getting bid up. We're seeing that happen. And frankly, the deal still had potential to work. Deal still had potential work. We're still a player in the game. It's still below what our limit is, but this is where things get real. All of a sudden, another out-of-state buyer comes in, makes an offer with a million dollars of hard, earnest money day one. What that buyer has essentially said is, I am 100% confident that this is the next deal that I will buy because if anything should come up during due diligence, they lose that million dollars. Now, it can be a great strategy. We use hard money as a great strategy in order to win deals. And in a competitive market, sometimes it can be important, but there's a lot of risk that comes in with hard money because there's a lot of due diligence that happens as a sponsor as we go through every single unit, every single piece of information, title, et cetera, to really be able to understand, hey, this is really going to be able to deliver for our investors. So unfortunately, even though we were a leader within that pack, we said, no, we cannot move forward. We said no to a great deal, no to something that we were excited about to be able to bring forward because it was carrying too much risk for us and our investors to be put in a position where we need to close, even if we find some kind of major issue because we have so much money down on the table day one. So the point of telling you that story, the point of sharing that is it's a competitive market. We need to be able to find ways to be more competitive, to be able to win offers and opportunities when they are off market and to be able to be noticed the way that buyer was noticed by the seller in such a way that you end up being that clear winner. But here's the big important takeaway. Write this down. You need to make sure that you're still able to return the type of returns that you've promised to your investors, the type of returns your investors expect to see, and that you're doing so with a high level of confidence. And in this case, if we were to move forward, we wouldn't have been able to do that. So you got to stick with that integrity, that authenticity, and be able to say no. 
even when you don't want to. Let me know. Shoot me a message over on your favorite social media. If you're a LinkedIn or Instagram person, shoot me a DM there. Someone from my team or myself will respond. Would love to know specifically, have you dealt with this in the market yourself or have you heard of other sponsors? Let me know down in the comments below if you're on YouTube what the answer is. I also want to remind you guys that you know it's a competitive market, but that can be a great thing. As interest rates continue to be on a low level and we're seeing inflation rise, that is the perfect scenario to be buying a property, which is why there's so much competition. It's all about finding a great deal, working with the right sponsor team who's experienced and understands that market. And that's exactly what we do. So thank you guys so much for listening. Look forward to hearing some of that feedback in the comments or over on social. And uh, remember, you guys, what did you learn today and how can you apply this in your investing portfolio or in your career? Thank you, guys, and we'll see you next time. Oh, thank you for joining for another incredible episode of the Investor Mindset. It's such a joy to be able to share these beliefs, these thoughts, these ways of living with each and every one of you guys, because I just know the power that it can make. And for some of you, for the select few of those people who are truly committed to going after their goals, the people who really believe that there's another level from where they're operating right now, the people who are ready to make change happen rapidly. And even if you're somebody who is stuck, who knows what you need to do, you know exactly the strategy, but for some reason you're not doing it. For those people, there's another option. There's another level that you can reach. And what I've noticed after coaching tons and tons of people through this process is that there's a simple formula. And when you can start to understand how to unlock those pieces within yourself, you'll start to feel more vibrant. You'll start to feel more energized. You'll start to make more money and you'll start to enjoy the process through and through. So if you're somebody who's in a position, you're ready to make change happen, you're ready to invest in yourself, you really believe that the best investment, the truest ROI is investing in yourself because it continues to give back over and over again. Then I invite you to schedule a call, share a little bit about yourself and see how we might be able to help serve you with the Investor Mindset Coaching. You can head right over to InvestorMindset.com slash discovery, set up a call, and if there's an opportunity to serve, I'll be right there with you. Thanks, and I look forward to uh, talking to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club, where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level.